This is WLRN News. I'm Tim Paget, and this is the Latin America Report. Two days before Christmas, Jean Duversi was deported as an undocumented immigrant back to Haiti. He's 32, and he owns a party supply business in West Palm Beach. This video was taken after he arrived in Haiti. I was a hardworking man. I took care of my kids, took care of my wife, took care of my family. I love my family. As Duversi was being flown across the Caribbean that morning, the main thing on his mind was that he had no family to meet him in Haiti. That's because he came to the U.S. when he was just two. Since then, he'd never been to Haiti, and he only spoke a little Creole with an American accent. He told me a dark panic set in. Once you get to Haiti as a deportee, they won't release you unless somebody's willing to sign for you. And I had made up my mind, like, I'm going to prison and I'm going to die. But to Duversi's great surprise and relief, someone did sign for him at the airport in Port-au-Prince. It was McKenson Jean Lewis, known as Mac. Ten years ago, Mac was in identical straits. His Haitian parents had also brought him to South Florida as a toddler. In 2011, when he was 26, he was deported to Haiti, to an earthquake-ravaged country he didn't know, to a language he didn't speak. I didn't have family on the ground to receive me, so I was homeless for about three months, just sleeping in the park. I got attacked several times, and I just think, wow, God, is this my life? This is how it's going to end? Mac eventually found a shelter to live in, a job as a security guard, Creole lessons. But he also found a vocation, making sure other deportees like Duversi don't endure what he had to. In recent years, Mac has started going to the airport to meet deportees' flights and be the family they can link to. He helps them make that first call back to family in Miami or Boston, get a place to stay, some work. To tell you, hey, it's going to be okay. There was a guy that came last week, six foot six, 275 pounds, but he broke down and started crying. Haiti is in economic collapse. The government admits it doesn't have the resources to help newly arrived deportees. So Mac and others have turned their ad hoc efforts into a nonprofit, the Deportees in Progress Services Organization, or DIPSORG. The need is big. Since last year, the U.S. has deported some 2,500 Haitians, almost two-thirds of them under the new Biden administration. Last week, 69 Congress members urged President Biden to stop those deportations given Haiti's crisis. But if he doesn't, DIPS.org will be one of the only groups in Haiti helping the growing number of deportees. We put together a board because we have many visions of what we want to do. Meliana Reyes was living in Palm Coast, Florida, nine years ago when she came to Haiti with a church mission to help out earthquake recovery. She stayed in Haiti and helps run a guest house in Port-au-Prince. A few years ago, she met Mac and joined his work with deportees because she'd met many of them in Haiti and, as an American, felt a bond with them. They have a lot of ambitions for Dipsorg. A community center where guys can stay, Haitian culture classes, Creole classes mental health services, small business startups as well. Here's what Ray says is the deportee's most urgent need. What can we do to get rid of the stigma so Haitian people will stop believing that deportees are bad people? Haitian deportees often feel like pariahs in Haiti. A big reason? In so many cases, they were deported to Haiti because they were convicted of a crime in the U.S. That's what happened to Dipsorg co-founder McKenson Jean Lewis, or Mac, when he was 22. Distribution of cocaine. 
At that time, Mac wasn't really sure of his U.S. immigration status. He was born in the Bahamas, and he and his Haitian parents came to South Florida as undocumented immigrants in the late 1980s. He was just three, and that family history was rarely discussed as he grew up. Mac is what we'd now call a dreamer, someone who came to the U.S. too young to be responsible for his illegal entry. He knows his drug conviction made him more deportable, but he still questions deporting people to countries they don't know and so often don't want them. Haitians text me and email me, why should I help these guys? They're criminals. As soon as you get off the plane, the stigma is right in your face. And so, he says, is an attitude that the deportees aren't really Haitian. They're Americans, and so they shouldn't need help from Haitians. Mac is black, but he recalls many Haitians sarcastically called him Blanc, Creole for white or foreigner. What are you doing, Blanc? Go back to America. And I'm very, very dark complexion. So for them to call me Blanc, I I thought it was some joke. The experience is much the same for Jean Duversi. The deportee Mac met at the airport at Christmas and found him a place to stay. Duversi came to South Florida when he was just two. I thought I was born like in the United States. I didn't understand that I was Haitian until I was 10 years old. Duversi didn't know his father. His mother died when he was 15. He says he didn't understand he was undocumented until he applied for college and realized he didn't have a social security number. That's when I found that I came in illegally and I was like, okay, so what do I do now? I couldn't go to college. I was frustrated. So you turn to your friends and your friends get involved in some illegal activities. When he was 18, Duversi was convicted for breaking into a house but did no prison time. Afterward, he tried to legalize his immigration status, but the criminal record was a red flag. He was deported to Haiti in December. In Port-au-Prince, Duversi says he feels as if he's wearing a scarlet letter. People are honestly afraid of me, and I'm, I'm not somebody to be afraid of. I'm a gentle giant, honestly. My kids are my focal point of my life. Duversi says being separated from his wife and three young children in West Palm Beach is the hardest thing he's ever had to deal with. And I'm fighting to get back to them so they don't feel left out like I felt when I was growing up myself without a father. Oh my God, it's very hard. It's very stressful, but we're still going to stick it out. Cliché Rivers Duversi was born in the U.S. She's working on her husband's appeal of his deportation. In the meantime, she says it's a relief the group Dipsorg is there to help him make it in Haiti. The fear of him being homeless, hungry, getting killed without the program, he don't have nothing. One big hope is that the Dipsorg program can secure Haitian passports for the deportees. Next door in the Dominican Republic, they'd find more job opportunities and more English. And it turns out there may be more opportunities opening up for them in Haiti, too. Any business that you operate in Haiti, a deportee will always be a great asset. Tarek Muhammad is a Haitian-American born and raised in Miami's Little Haiti. He came to Haiti four years ago to start a business outsourcing call center company called Buzz Inc. He discovered deportees from the U.S., like his brother-in-law, make good employees. They're often bilingual, bicultural. And they have a broad knowledge on what's going on in the United States, where majority of our clients are. So what they're able to do is actually help the other staff we have that's not from the United States. So far, Muhammad has hired more than 20 deportees, and he's glad to hear the deportee aid group Dipsorg could be a networking link for hiring more. So now when deportees arrive in Haiti with no one to sign for them, they'll potentially have not just a place to stay, but a chance to start over. I'm Tim Paget in Miami. This is WLRN News.